0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard Nick's life. A hard Nick's life.
1: Oh, it's a hard Nick's life.
0: Knicks fans and what is up Barry motherfucking D What is up Craig And good day to Jay A.K.A. Blanderson Hooper Good day to you as well Craig <laughs> Free agency week Wow, oh wait, I forgot That's
2: Cambo Walker Barry, hey. why are you looking so hard
1: Hey Cambo I'm, trying to, I'm the... trying
2: to figure out when that picture is from it's from, is from, women, UConn? from the national That's championship That's from UConn, yeah. Yeah. no it's from That's the insane. Big East Championship Oh. The Big East Championship, Jay.
0: The year they won the national championship? I don't know. (laughs) That's what you're trying to say? That's a picture from the Big East Championship? I don't know. I'm asking you. It's
2: a young Kemba Walker. (sighs) All
0: right. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. Oh, let's read our latest review, guys. This is a great one. (laughs) No. (laughs) This puts me in a great mood. Subject. Let's see who wrote this. Rex Mars. Okay. If any of you know who he is? Find him and kidnap him and bring him to us. Because this is awful. The, the The subject is actually awful. Awful. One star. It's not what I'm looking for in a podcast. They are uninformed, irrational, with more concern about irreverent humor than basketball. More? Is it irrational? More though? We, we have more concern about irreverent humor than basketball. We are irrational. It's irrational. Rational our basketball thoughts?
2: Yeah, I disagree with the take. We are slightly uninformed. I don't think any of us would argue that. No. Right, and I think I mean I think basketball comes first, and then the irre- irreverent humors are probably a close second. We can't fucking help it if the three of us are just hilarious, <laughs> right?
1: What can we fucking irreverent. do about
0: that? So let's just, you know what, because of Rex Maz we're gonna do a sh- the show a little differently today. Cause I don't like bad reviews. And I would like it if someone could leave a good one. Cause that's the one that, that is now on the top of our review. And it has knocked us down to four and a half stars, which I'm Yikes. very upset about. We've been five stars like this whole time. So I need anybody listening to go and put in a fucking good review and rating. And please subscribe to the one podcast that takes things very seriously. Basketball is the only thing that we worry about, <laughs> right, guys? That's
1: right. Basketball is life.
0: Basketball is life. We're talking about a lot about stats today, numbers, basketball theory, wind shares.
1: Can we talk about wind shares today?
0: Sure. Wind shares, sure. Advanced statistics. there's a lot of boring shit <laughs> for Rex maz It's not what he's looking for in a podcast. Right. fuck gives a fuck what you're looking for in a podcast we do this shit for free pretty much we're losing money on this whole thing these assholes who go onto to apple Podcasts to listen to a free fucking show are complaining about it just fucking don't listen barry you're not upset it's just <laughs> me barry <laughs> Look, doesn't
2: care I don't, I don't give a fuck it's what it, it, it's one bad review you know out of a hundred if you saw rex maz out one night what would you say to him i would just be like what the fuck bro <laughs> what the fuck you really felt the need to go on there and click that one star didn't you it was, it was so awful <laughs> he had to go on there all right well if
0: you're into sports betting bet online is where you should go to win money today whether it's live bets during games or futures or who you think will win the championship bet online has all the latest odds and using and information for all your online sports betting needs visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% Welcome bonus on your first deposit. So, before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Guys, free agency opened up Monday night at six Eastern. It's been like nonstop all week, which is a lot of fun, right? We all know that we've re- we've now resigned Alec Alec Burks, three years, thirty million dollar deal. Nerlens Noel, three years for thirty two million. Derek Rose, three years for forty three million. And Tosh is coming back. Uh, Reggie Bullock goes to Dallas. So those are the guys that are coming and leaving or returning and leaving. And our big free agent signing of the first day, was that the first day?
1: Yeah, it was the first day.
0: Evan Fournier, four years, 78 million. Before we get on to what's happened in the past day or two, Barry, what'd you think about those initial re-signings of guys who were here last year? Big parts of the team, obviously, critical parts, um... A lot of people were killing us for just re-signing a bunch of our own guys to maybe somewhat lucrative deals. How were you feeling?
2: I felt pretty good about it. I mean, look, Re- Reggie Bullock or Alec Burks, you figured that you know, two of the both of them weren't going to stay. It was going to be either one or the other or neither of them. And I think as good as Bullock has been on defense, I think Alec Burks does more for you. You know, Reggie Bullock, the only thing he does on offense is catch and shoot. He doesn't dribble you know, that's the only thing he's good for and he's good at it. But I think Burks just gives you a lot more versatility, a lot more tools. Um, You know, I probably could have been swayed either way going into it, but I'm happy that we have Burks for those reasons. It is interesting that you're right. You've kind of felt that it was
0: going to be one or the other because they do sort of do some of the same things. But like you said, Burks is a lot more well-rounded of a player, but Bullock is Tibbs guy, right? (laughs) And- It was a little surprising that I was a little surprised that they didn't go with Bullock. Well,
1: I mean, you look at towards the end of the season when Burks was playing the point a lot, you know. So I think Barry's right that he's got more. There's. More to his game than there is to to Reggie, or more that could help the Knicks moving forward than just Reggie.
0: I'm not saying that I disagree with the move. I'm just surprised that Tibbs, just such a huge Bullock guy, ended up with Burks. But yeah, he he did. Burks did a lot for us. Reggie did a lot for us. I think they did about an equal amount last year. Reggie was so good during that winning streak and late in the season, just on fire from three, just amazing. I think more so than Burks.
2: Yeah, and then you know the other guy they brought back in Taj. Um, You know, as little of a role as people think he may have on this team. Think about how many games Robinson misses throughout a season. Think about how many games New Noel, you know, from just getting banged up on these ticky tack plays has to sit out and miss games. Taj is going to get his minutes. And again, you need somebody reliable in there as that third, fifth man for you. And, um, and
1: even as a locker room guy,
2: absolutely. You know, we've said it before. And, whether and,
1: he's the eleventh or twelfth man on the roster.
2: Yep, and when he was on the court, you know, in that time, even as our as our backup to the backup. He held his own. You know, he was a big motivational guy on the court, not just in the locker room. You know, hustled his ass off. You know, for a guy his age, he probably left more hard on the floor than just about anybody else on this team. It's almost not even worth talking about because he's getting paid so little. It's like,
0: it's yeah. like 2.7 million. So to get a guy like him at the end of the bench who,
2: whenever he plays, is going to play well, plays well in Tibbs' system. And you know and- he wants to finish his career wants to in New York. Here. I'm not saying yeah. this is the last season, but he wants, to, he wants to end his career here in New York. No, he loves Honestly, it he'll probably end it here and then become like an assistant
0: coach on this team. That's how much of an influence he has. And let's talk about one of the other big guys that we brought back, Nerlens Noel. Three years, 32 million. That was the one, probably the one of those re- re-signings that stood out to me just because of the amount of money. It was right? a little hefty. Noel was very important last season, for a backup center to be making over $10 million a year, <laughs> if you're gonna, I mean, it's really unknown if how invested they are in Mitch, but ideally Mitch is taking up most of those minutes. So are you paying Nerlands because you know Mitch is gonna Maybe miss a lot sure. of time because you don't believe in Mitch? Do you think Noel's the starter? Well, I heard is is Mitchell. It's a lot of money. Is Mitchell for Robinson Nerlens still
1: Noel. in a boot? Because Michael K said that today. On the radio, that he's still in a boot, which is is weird because we were talking about him coming back for those last couple of games against the Hawks. Remember, he put the googly eyes or whatever it was and we thought maybe he'd back. So so now it is months later and he's still in a boot. There was
0: a photo from him from his uh, basketball camp where he's in the middle of the photo. And yeah, he's got a little boot on, a small boot. One of those that goes off and on. So like, did he, is that from the same injury? Did he re-injure it somehow? You know, uh, who knows?
2: My guess is that he probably... Did something to it again. Yeah, just
1: re-injured How? it? How could he still like be
2: in a boot from the same injury? They were talking about he was going to come back to the team, you know, if the Knicks made it to the second round. He was
0: frustrated that he
2: wasn't suiting right? up, remember? Oh, no, yeah.
0: So, come on. He, he, I'm telling you, he must have done something to it.
1: Again. So, maybe that's why they gave that much money to Nerlens. you know? Maybe they know something we don't.
0: Maybe. Or maybe they just maybe they just view it as Mitch has never been really healthy for a whole season. He's... Oh, he's you know, he's obviously had foul trouble issues. Um, he is very limited. And they just view him and Mitch as not that one is the clear-cut starter, but it's like a two-headed monster at center for them. And they'll really consider either one of them the clear starter, you know. And then we had Derek Rose, who I was really wanting to come back. He was, out of everyone, I think one of the biggest reasons we we went on that streak last year. and. Once we brought him to this team,
2: everything changed. Yeah, having him coming off the bench, you didn't get that big drop off. Like you know, certainly would have been there if he wasn't part of this team. So yeah, to to get him back here, um, didn't have that big drop off when he came in the game. We all know, yeah, it didn't drop off. It was it like it an uptick. <laughs> You're yeah, right. It was an uptick for sure. You know, and we had and there was competition. I mean, Chicago was looking to get him back. There was talks of him going to Miami to uh, um you know if they didn't get Lowry so you know the Knicks were able to uh to secure him you know and keep him here and he's got a very nice deal for a backup at the I mean we don't we still don't really I
0: guess at the time we didn't know but I was always hoping that even coming back at 3 years for 43 million that as much as we were wanting him to replace Alfred in the starting lineup last year I love him coming off the bench in that sixth man role he just it's perfect for him
1: he can't be the starter. I think he showed at the end of the Atlanta series that he just, he couldn't play those minutes. He and quickly off the bench, I think is the way, to, the way to go.
0: And then the big signing that, well, I know Jay, you're not crazy about his hair, hmm. but Evan Fournier, four years, $78 million. You know, he's not like the flashiest name or player. So I think that's why a lot of people were kind of knocking the Knicks that that was their big signing. But he is a really consistent wing, great shooter, right? Tough player. He's gonna, I mean, he's been averaging 17, 18 points a game for a number of years now. He instantly gives them this consistent score
2: in the starting lineup right off the bat. It goes back to, you know, talking about how one dimensional Bullock is on offense in your starting lineup last year. Now you're gonna get a guy in Fournier who can do more than just shoot. He's as good of a shooter as Bullock, and yet, you know, he can do a lot more for you on that on that end of the floor.
0: Yeah, and I love that he's like the clear cut starting I still don't know who's like the small forward and shooting guard between him and RJ. But it doesn't really matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But between him and RJ, you've got your clear cut two and three, and Randall's your clear cut four. It's just so it's it's nice because he like he doesn't just shoot. He does everything. And he he's a team player, and he he's going to be one of your top players. And- Especially at the end of the game, it's going to be great to have him alongside Randall. Not just have it all be on Randall's shoulders.
1: I know, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who are upset with the money, right? But I mean, when you look at some of the money that was thrown around, how could you? I mean, re- yeah, how could no, you really get upset with deal. that? I mean, listen. I- ideally, do you want to pay somebody like him nineteen million dollars a year or whatever it is? 20- no, but. I mean, look at the the NBA money is stupid money. I mean, they're just handing out tens of millions of dollars to to anybody with a pulse. It seems like, and this is a guy who could shoot the three, who we know can score. I mean, he played with, with well, did he play with Kemba this year, or was Walker injured? Oh by yeah, that
2: point? no, 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 no. He played with Kemba. In fact, I mean, you look at the stats of the two of them together. They played, they actually played really well together. So there's
1: a familiarity there.
2: I mean, what did what did Dinwiddie get? Twenty million? Yeah. Here? He got just over twenty million a year. He
0: what he played
2: three games last season.
1: Look at Duncan Robinson. Three games last Duncan season. Duncan Robinson got ninety million dollars.
2: I, I do believe Spencer Dinwiddie is a twenty plus million dollar year talent. The question is, is wow. he going to, you know, is he gonna continue where he left off before the injury? If he does, I think he's he's gonna warrant that money.
1: Gary Trent Jr. got like fifty four million dollars, I think, from the Raptors, right? Something like that? I think he had three years, fifty four million. I mean, come on. So what are we talking about? Just this is not a deal that's gonna hamstring them.
2: Guys that have shown glimpses, you know, of of elite talent, but glimpses of elite talent, not consistent seasons worth, yeah, are getting paid it's off crazy. of that idea that the potential's there and that they're gonna you know, something's gonna click, they're gonna lock onto that and then just take off. What I liked most about these deals, even though at this point we still didn't sign
0: who we thought would be our a starting point guard.
2: No, we didn't. But know. That
0: all of these guys, Alec Burks, Fournier um Nerlins they're all movable deals they're not they're they're not obscene deals like we right said.
2: at that point we were all like eh okay right
0: we, we weren't like eh okay we were like what first of all nobody knows how much money we have left ever no, nobody knows anything about the money situation and we're like, well, what the fuck is going on with the point guard? Who's gonna be our point guard?
2: Right. You're looking at the board, you know, of free agency basically seeing the names that are still there and saying, all right, are we just gonna sit with what we have and then hope that a trade, you know, pops up at some point this season? Mm-hmm. Are we gonna are we gonna continue to develop IQ and push him back to the point guard position? Craig, Craig started getting you know, what, nervous. What's happen?
0: That that Peyton was coming back. He texted the,
1: t- the oh, two of us gosh. about
0: who wasn't. <laughs> Fucking Mark Berman is reporting that the Knicks reached out to Alfred Payton because he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and they probably just reached out to say, hey, we're going in another direction or something.
2: Yeah, or you left your fucking um you know, you left your fucking yeah, towel you in the locker room. Come pick it up. Here. We'll leave it at the door.
0: <laughs> but Kyle Lowry's off the board. I'm sorry, Barry. Lowry yeah, to all right. Miami. All right, who else was what other point guards were off the board? CP three was going back to Phoenix. Mike Conley. Back to Utah. And then we start We start talking Kendrick about Nunn, settling.
2: Kendrick Nunn was yeah. a late well, addition to we, the
0: Lakers. Even before that, we're talking about, no, okay, so here are our options. Schroeder, Reggie Jackson, Kendrick Nunn. I was thinking we got to get one of these three. I mean, I do not want Alfred Payton back on this team. And I'm not joking around. I said it on Twitter. <laughs> if Alfred Payton came back and was our starting point guard, I would not do this show anymore. I would not do it. I can't do it. Cannot talk about that same shit for another year. But then Kendrick Nunn, the Knicks are interested in him. He's got some interest in us. Nah, goes to the Lakers. That's fine. So he's didn't want off any the board. part of him. So then it's Schroeder or Jackson. Who's it gonna be? And then fucking out of nowhere today, Barry sends me a text. I didn't even see it on Twitter. Sends all I see is boom, and I'm like, oh no, boom. What happened? <laughs> Campbell Walker agrees to a buyout with OKC and is signing with the New York Knicks camba walker i was he even on anyone's fucking radar no. yeah
1: I, no. I don't think anybody saw that coming i don't even think like Woj or, or sham saw that nobody was talking about that How? not even a buyout How? for Why? nothing
2: that's usually the type of thing that develops through the season you know and it kind of formulates itself in, into something and yet you know i don't know if the knicks were the only team that was at the front of this thing to get that to go down, or how it started, there weren't any the whispers that that about it.
1: There was nothing, not even fruition. just about the Knicks, but just anybody.
0: What's
2: interesting is that
0: they were trying to get Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn said no to them the day before, and literally the next day, because you would think that now well, maybe they maybe Leon's had this idea all along, right? He doesn't he if he doesn't get Lowry or one of the big names, he's like I'm gonna go with Kemba. But no, they almost signed Kendrick Nunn the day before. <laughs> And then the next day they're signing Kemba Walker? I don't (laughs) know. Amazing. Maybe even maybe Leon didn't even think about it until Kendrick Nunn said no. It actually bothers me a little bit that they didn't, because it would be great if they knew all along like Kemba's our fallback plan. But they almost signed according to reports, I guess, which doesn't really mean that much, they almost went after Nunn. Isn't that interesting, Barry?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the other interesting thing is, you know, two years ago, when Kemba entered free agency, I didn't want him. You know, because we knew that he was going to net a max contract that, yeah. you know, around $36 million a year, which we didn't want to put those many eggs into one basket for a guy who's, yes, yes, he's very good, but he's still not a top 20 player in the league, nor could we see him be in the future of this Knicks team, and did we want him to be. But at a steal of $8 million or so a year?
0: Yeah,
1: it's crazy. This yeah. is a
2: horse of a different color.
0: And not giving up anything to get him. It's it's a no risk sign. It's a huge win for them. Huge you know he's of course got some knees that have some questions some health issues there sure average 19 and 5 with Boston last year did miss some time but he's a he's a leader obviously selfless player him and Derek rose as a point guard tandem two veterans who are leaders who tibbs is going to trust like we if he- if they're both healthy which is a big if i guess but hopefully at all times during the season one of them is healthy right. i think that's a safe <laughs> bet Somewhat yeah but and I mean, so you-, you got quickly there too. you got mcBride they can mentor them quite a bit and just having two um, when they're both healthy that's how great is that going to be to have a game where you can always have either Campbell Walker or Derek Rose leading the team.
2: Yeah, I mean, health is the key. I mean, if Kemba could get back to where he was before this knee stuff started happening these past two seasons, I mean, you look back at that last season at Charlotte that he had, which I remember very well because you know we play Charlotte a bunch. People, people he was an like all-star. People were calling him
0: an MVP candidate. He was he was
2: superb that year, um, and and you know aside from the last two years, he was a pretty durable player. Now I know the last two years he hasn't been. He's got this, these knee issues, but you look at the last seven regular season games he had just this past season, he averaged over 28 points per game, 42% from three on 29 of 68 shooting from deep. But, you know, he was pretty bad in the three playoff games that he played against Brooklyn, and he was probably playing through some lingering injuries between his knee and his neck. But, you know, if he gets healthy again, he gets back to that form that he was, you know, from Chicago. I mean, gosh, you look at this starting lineup we have, you know, it's pretty pretty (laughs) fascinating of an upgrade from last year.
0: Yeah. And he was playing like 30, he was playing like 30 plus minutes a game with Boston with him and Rose on the team and quickly and maybe McBride or whoever he, he, he no, he could be getting, to. maybe he's getting 20 minutes a
2: game and he can stay healthy. Same with Derek Rose. Maybe he's getting 20 a game. And you ease him back, you know, he, he what do you get these stem cell injections in his knee, you know, which, you know, I don't know what the recovery is from that. And, you know, how effective it is? I know some other players have gotten it, and they've they've done pretty well after the fact. So you know, it's all we can hope for is it's the same case with Kemba.
1: And it's only two years, so they've got all of this flexibility. I mean, even like the three year deal for Nerlens, isn't it just two years, and the third year is the option? That's
2: yeah, right. it's the
0: same. Right? These deals are this. This is what happened. Um, so was it got last year? When did they sign Alec Burks for the first time? Last, last year. year. Last year, ago. Yeah. Like they made a lot of deals, and everyone was like, oh no, that's all, those are awful deals. And then it came out after that Leon Rose is always putting in this team option the last year. Every one of these deals is like that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, it's a in, great move. It in makes two them years, all, yeah, it makes them all much better. Right.
1: Two, three years, Randall will be what? 29, 30? Right. Barrett will be like 23. Quickly, he'll be around 23 or something like that. Obi will be around 25. Like, so they have the ability in two or three years to so those... be like
2: 31. <laughs>
1: When those guys are older, they can move on from them, and the core of the team will still be in their mid-20s, really.
2: The Knicks continue to get positive praise, as they did throughout most of last season. It's continuing now, especially after that Kemba signing. It's nothing but positive praise. I mean, you get you have Twitter accounts like The Athletic and Sports Center that are both praising the Knicks' probable starting lineup for this season.
0: I was a little embarrassed because I saw, I think it was SportsCenter tweeted out a photo of Kemba or maybe it was the starting lineup, and they it's said the Knicks' starting lineup might be dangerous. And I think that's a that's a very
2: big stretch. <laughs> that's a but very it's a reputable source, and they weren't clowning the Knicks. Yeah, it wasn't but, you know oh, it, I,
0: yeah I don't I I don't they were not clowning them, but I don't view that lineup as dangerous. Well, dangerous? No. <laughs> Dangerous? Even with all Kemba? this stuff,
1: the best we could hope well, look, for is the Fournier,
0: four. Fournier,
2: Barrett, Randall, and Mitchell Robinson. That's not fucking look, dangerous. No. Okay, we're going to take Robinson out because obviously he's the least scary of the starting five, right? But you've got Kemba, who, you know, within the last three years have, has averaged, what, over 25 points a game. Fournier can get you 17, 18 points a game in the season. <laughs> RJ, just on his second year, averaged over 17 points a game. you got Randall. You know, who's up at around 24 points a game. So you've got guys that can put up big numbers in any given game. Still, it's not dangerous. (laughs) It's not. Listen, we're
1: we're looking at It's pretty good. I I would think at best the fifth seed, right? Even with these moves. We are better than we
0: were last year. Uh, Yeah. I think the best we could
2: hope for is a fifth seed.
0: We can't. They're going to have to exceed expectations. are predicting the best we can do is the fifth seed. Who the fuck knows what's gonna well, happen? Well, listen, we're not know. better
1: than Brooklyn, we're not better than Milwaukee, we're not better than Philly. I, I still don't think we're better than Atlanta.
0: I mean, we, we don't could know things don't break, break what right to yes. Things
1: things could break right and who knows how it's gonna go. You know how but- many
0: teams you said we're not were are better than the Knicks last year? We yeah, absolutely. Well what's next? Because I'm telling you, I don't feel like Mitchell's gonna be here next year. Maybe I'm wrong. I was saying this to you guys before. there, there was a lot of that Miles Turner talk. He's the one. He's the one guy in that starting lineup that just doesn't. I don't know. Doesn't seem to fit.
2: The other thing is though. Did Ner- Lerner's Noel played really, really good last year? Right? Did he steal the starting job from Mitchell Robinson? You know, if they're both healthy going to the season, did Nerlens Noel do enough for himself to cement himself in the starting five? I think they need. I think they need a Miles Turner type center that has some
0: offensive game. I don't, right. know, if don't. No, I I don't know if it's possible to get him. Don't.
2: I don't know if it's possible to get him. Just. I don't know from if it is either. Standpoint. We know
0: that the Knicks have been trying their asses off. Apparently, to try and get him, and Indiana doesn't want to. Did you see the video the other day of him and Randall training together?
2: Yeah. Not in a big group setting. Him and Randall. Yeah, but we see that shit all the time. What do we see? Donovan Mitchell and Frank Nilakina training together a couple of years ago. You know, none of this stuff really means anything. You know, people well, want to Miles attach Turner, stories his, to it.
0: His 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 defense. Is fantastic, right? Oh yeah, he he, he can sh- he he can step outside of the arc and hit threes. He's got an offensive game. He would be so fucking perfect. I would give up a decent number of things for him. I would give up. I would give up. Mitch Knox, a first round pick, easy. He's still he's
2: still a below he's, average three point shooter from yeah, the but arc. he
0: can get out there.
2: He yeah, opens he's up. He's not the afraid floor. to take him.
1: The best Mitch has ever done is you know in practice shooting from three.
0: I just think he's the perfect player because he's got some offensive game. even in the post, he's got some game that that Mitch and Nerlens don't have. Hey, no, he's a good player and he would look good in a Nick uniform, I hear you. And, and he's still and he still maintains that defense. You're not giving up the
2: defense. He would just I just think he'd make them so much better. Right, but now you've got four other players that can shoot the three well. you know, with Alfred Payton on the floor, we know what that was. And now you've got Kemba. You've got Evan, you've got RJ, you've got Julius, who have all proven that they can knock down the three consistently. Kemba? Yes, Kemba. He's,
0: a, he's, he's a an above he's
2: average three-point shooter.
0: Is he? It was like yeah, 36, percent Yeah, 38%. he's usually around 38%.
2: That, he's usually around 38.
0: So that's like average.
2: No, it's above average. I think average is usually around 36. Is it? I thought 38 so was average. above average. This is why, this is how we're uninformed.
0: It's true. <laughs> sure, we're trying to check some balances here.
1: <laughs> Should we do some irreverent humor to cover up for the fact that we're uninformed? Now, what does
0: that mean, irreverent humor, I- Jay? Irreverent? Do you have to look that up? Yeah. You have to look that up, Jay? Isn't that, is that shock you, Barry?
1: I just want to make sure that we you know, get this right. Oh, showing a lack of respect for people or things that are generally taken seriously. What do okay, we make yeah, about fun right. of that, that's supposed to be yeah. taken seriously? We're talking about basketball.
0: Crumb cake?
1: What? What about basketball needs to be taken seriously? It's a goddamn game. Fucking game, game with
0: people throwing a leather ball through a hoop.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're throwing a piece of a cow's ass through a net. It's basically what you're doing. All right. I guess we we need to show we need to be more respectful.
0: So let's let's. What's our starting lineup projections for this team? Do we even need to do that? It's pretty fucking obvious right now. No,
1: I think we know who they are.
0: Isn't that a great thing?
2: It's great. It's great because how many fucking year after year. Are we arguing about who should start at the point? And you know who? Sh- yeah, basically up and down the lineup, we're always fucking having arguments about it.
0: That is, I believe, the truest sign that you've got some talent on your team is that you've got clear starters. And we're not fucking arguing like who's it going to be. Like, bef- like we're arguing about Julius Randall versus Obi Toppin. It's laughable now, but yeah, at the time. Like, we didn't know we had in Julius. We didn't know we had in Ob. We're arguing, like, should Knox be in the starting lineup? What Like, <laughs> we're not, should Knox even be on the fucking team? We actually have talent now. It's oh such God. a big difference. We know that the starting lineup right now, that it's Kemba, you know, Barrett,
2: Fournier, Randall, and Mitch and you don't have five scrubs that are coming in off the bench. You've got guys like right. Alec Burks that you could depend on quickly that you want out there on the floor and you want to see. Derek Rose. I'm even warming up to Quentin Grimes. Barry. Oh, that's good to hear.
1: Yeah. I don't <laughs> uh, please. I was we were talking before at, at, at because we went out to dinner. I mean, when you figure the five starters, the five, what is it 15 Craig now on the active roster? Yeah. Because you figure those—that's ten. Taj sure. is eleven. Pretty uninformed though. Knox is twelve. <laughs> and then and then what? I mean, is you got what? Quentin Grimes, the Deuce McBride, and I mean, those guys are never going to play. You would think.
2: Grimes might get out there.
1: I, unless there's a blowout, I, I don't see how either of those two gets any playing time.
2: I think Quentin Grimes has a place. I think he might see some time. Me too. Me too. And we look. We know Thibodeau wants to win, as he should. You know, this team wants to cement itself as a playoff team now. You know, and and pick up off of last year, and they've secured enough pieces where I think they can, you know, feel that they have a legitimate shot, not just to be in a play in. Um, that being said, I mean, if you have a guy who you believe has the talent and could be part of your future, and you could divvy up some minutes for him. I think you try to get Grimes in there. Why not? I mean, obviously, Thibodeau's going to assess the situation when he's got everybody out there, and you see what happens in summer league, and you see what happens in training camp, and so forth. And then again, you know, th- there's, there's always going to be injuries throughout the season. You don't know whose spot somebody's going to have to fill. Yeah, I mean, the way, he sh- the way Grimes
0: shoots the three and plays defense, I do think there's a chance that he'll see some time off the bench for sure. Because also, if you look at their guys coming off the bench, they only have one wing on the bench, and that's Burke. So he'll see some time. Plus, like like Barry said, there's always fucking injuries. Someone's going to be injured.
2: Yeah, and you're not talking about a one-and-done guy either. You know, this is a guy who has three years of collegiate experience. Deuce McBride might not get off the bench that much. Again, though, that being said, you know, is Rose going to get more than 60 games in this year? Is Kemba going to get in more than 60 games this year? You know, these are... Questions that are going to be answered that they really haven't proven they can do at this age, and you know with the injuries that they've that they've both sustained.
1: Do they even need to get in that many games, though? You know, you talk about load management. Maybe some of these guys can afford to sit games that maybe last year they wouldn't have been able to sit because they know that they've just got more, more players this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe they they don't push them that hard. They get to take a game off here or there, and so yeah, they they only play 60 games, but that's by design and not because they're injured.
0: Uh, you're talking about Thibodeau, Jay, just to remind you. Well- Not a lot of load <laughs> right, management coming he from He also Thibodeau. didn't
1: have a lot of confidence last year in a bunch of guys. I mean, he now he knows what he's got. And he added a couple of guys to those people that, that he knows
0: can play. Thibodeau can't even take a player out of the game when he's up by 30 points, and it's four minutes. That's
1: true. That, that was an issue.
0: You guys think we're done? I think that they are. I'm content-
1: now that we have kemba before that oh, yes. i was not
2: content. oh yes no no no
1: yeah it would be a completely different story if if we were talk if we were talking about you know still needing a point guard
2: yeah, no, no. I'm content going into the season with the roster as it stands. Yeah, it was it was starting to get dicey there with
0: Alfred. I'm telling you, I was content with their signings. I was just not. Yeah, the whole point guard situation. I was very uneasy about. I was expecting Sexton at some point. I feel like they could have pulled that trigger if they really wanted to, and I guess they don't. Maybe they don't want Sexton. Or Cleveland was asking for too much. Or we had to take back Kevin Love's contract. Sexton's a selfish player. All this shit could have come into account. If you look at the guys they got, none of these guys are selfish players. I mean, Kemba's the complete opposite of that.
1: Oh, I did. I did want to bring up one thing about Evan Fournier. I said this to Barry at dinner. I'm I'm excited about Fournier for you know, obviously for the scoring. Hold on, what well, you're shooter, gonna?
0: But how how you you're you're, you're going to do some sex thing here? No, no. What a sex? You thing? know, like you had you sex. Per, to, you you wanted quick sex and. Uh, No, Fournier, like fornication, or are you you planning anything here? I I felt like you were about to give us some sort of new sex name for.
1: No, no, no. I just wanted to say that with you know it being likely that Frank is gone, we don't have to get rid of the French music or the French, the French accent because we we replace Frank with with Evan. I
0: don't know if if that's. that's I don't know if it's the same. Honestly, I don't even think of Fournier as a Frenchman. What? But no, not like at he all. He's the number he one guy got, in the
2: French team.
0: Nah, he's just- yeah, He's, he's playing for France. He doesn't, he doesn't feel French to me, like Frank
1: <laughs> What's What does that mean? What
0: the hell? It means that I, when I look at him, I don't see someone going, ooh, wee, oui, oui uh, I want a cho- croissant. I just see like- Have you listened to I him? I see like us. No, I've never heard his voice. Have you? I think he's more, I don't, I don't Is know he know more French than about? Frank?
1: Yes. Is
0: he- Fournier, it's in his fucking name. He's gonna be a
1: great addition.
0: So you think we can keep yeah. that going?
1: I definitely think so. you going
0: to use the same exact accent?
1: I mean, all French people do sound the same. Oh, wait, that's irreverent. Never mind. Vi- I'll, I'll have to listen to him and see. Yeah, sorry. I'll have to see what he sounds
0: like. Do you think Fournier is going to be injuring his groin as much when he's screwing Manhattan as Frank did? <laughs> it's probably not as good with the ladies as Frank.
1: I'm just excited that we get to keep the French accent. He, he's not the French prince, Okay he's not he will not replace he's definitely not going to get the kind of love nobody's going to want to hear from his groin probably like they did with Frank but still
0: so frank is done right
1: they can't be bringing him back doesn't look like anybody's rushing to to sign him
2: what if they get him on the cheap when you think they have absolutely no interest whatsoever do you want him on the cheap i'm a bit i was a i'm a big frank stan i love him i'd love to look down the
0: down the bench and see him when he came here i thought he was going to be the next Kyrie irving to be honest <laughs> I thought he was going to be the next great point guard in New York City. Really? Yes. I remember seeing him at the open scrimmage after we drafted him. I was like, oh, I see it. (laughs) I see it. And then for years, I just stand after him and lusted after him and hind after him and wanted him to get playing time. And I'm completely fucking over it. Completely over it. And I don't even miss miss the fact that he's not going to be here. Is that horrible to say? No. I really don't. What? I have no feelings about Frank not being on the team. And I, I fucking love this guy
2: for years. Hey, sometimes there is a mutual breakup where both parties, you know, love the time they had together. And they just, you know, know the time has come to an end. And that's what you know, this no is. hard feelings. And that's it. Yeah. The relationship yeah. is over. We grew apart, you know? Yeah. It's not to say you didn't have visions of him, you know, for many, many years down the line, the two of you together. And that's fine, it just didn't work out. I will always love him. I will always love him. He'll always be in my thoughts. I'm sure, Frank, like... Can, hold on, before if we If you continue, were to sprain your groin, you're going to think of Frank.
0: Frank, can you come into the conversation with us here? Do you want the music, too, or no? Yeah, Frank? sure. I mean, Frank, we are going to miss you. But, I, like, I'm going to be honest here, and I don't want you to be offended. But I don't want you here anymore. I, I don't need you anymore.
1: Well, let's. <laughs> That is uh, hurts me in my heart to hear from you, Craig. Um, I would hope after all of the blood, sweat and tears I have given to this organization that you would at least feel a little bit bad about me having to go, uh, but you know I cannot force you to feel a certain way if you do not feel about that. I'm sure I will go to a new city, and I will wine and dine the people there, and I will have fans, and my groin will get to work in another city, and uh, you know I will no longer remember you as well. You are happy to see me go, and I will be happy to go from. Are you getting
0: a lot of interest with other teams, or are there cities that you would not, are there cities that you absolutely would not want to go to?
1: Oh, there are definitely some cities I would not want to go to. I think a great place for me would be New Orleans. Mm. They have a wonderful French culture there. I think they would appreciate me. Um, I think right now, out there, who else can do what I can do? I think that uh, many of the teams will want me. Just like many of the teams want the Dennis Schroeder. I think they will want me as well. What will you
0: miss most about the, the girls of New York? The girls of, what will you
1: <laughs> the girls of New York? Yeah. They are very easy. They are easy? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all I do is flash my smile, tell them I am the French prince,
0: and that is all it takes. And then you're inside them, that quickly. <laughs>
1: oh, well, there are a few other <laughs> steps before we get to that, but pretty much, yes, we oui, oui.
0: How many children did you have while you were here in New York?
1: That is not a number that I am interested in knowing. So I do not know.
0: <laughs> Ballpark.
1: Mm, I spread my seed
0: around quite a bit. How many croissants did you have? Oh,
1: how many years have I been here? I would say at least 100 to 150.
0: This year alone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Guys, that's going to do it. It's a life at gmail.com. You can follow me. Oh, I have news. What? I had news. Hold on, you have news. I got some stuff. We I mean, talked I'm about it before the t- show. I said, "Do you have news?" We literally were starting the show. I said, JD have you news?" You said, "No." It was free agents. Yeah, and I got news. a couple. I got a
1: couple. And of you things pulled together, together some
0: news while while we've been talking. I did. All right, a heads up would be nice. You know,
1: that's all. Well, I just gave it to you. I didn't know you were going to end the show just now.
0: <laughs> all right, we could have done the news in the French accent.
1: And don't we have to do Clarkson anyway? Don't we have to do that? Oh the yeah, ad?
0: true. Y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. Sexy music, Jay. Why the fuck not? Let's have some irreverent okay. humor from holiday gift boxes. If you could put a sexy gift in a box, what would it be, Jay? Your dick?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think let's, that's ha- let's, let's,
0: let's challenge ourselves and see how irreverent we can fucking get for Rex Maz. <laughs> Would it be your P.P.J.? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> what are we talking about there? Some nice crotchless underwear for yourself. Mm. A flashlight, like I brought <laughs> on the camping trip. Uh. By the way, Ira had on the camping trip was in his own tent. Had one of those um, snoring devices. What See, keep. What is that? A CPAP machine? CPAP machine. Oh, I've got... I sleep with one of those. You guys could have been in a tent together with your fucking CPAP machine.
1: Wait, wait. Did he, he was able to hook that up? I think he had some in?
0: sort of, like, battery... Oh, wow. Some charged thing that he was able to run it all night. Okay. All right. From holiday gift boxes, how did I fucking get on flashlights and CPAP machines?
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: To their world-famous crumpkins, they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. You can get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to Clarksonhavcrum.com, use promo code Life for twenty-three percent off your motherfucking order. Did you do you
1: want to talk about the crumb cake of the month though? It is August.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Tell us about it. Uh Coco Music. Well, start dough the music crumb crumb back cake. up. Start the music back up. Start it again? Jesus. No? Okay. Alright, cancel the music. No, Barry says no. no. <laughs> Barry says no. Stop it. Uh Coco's
1: cookie dough crumb cake. So let's see what we got here. Uh delicious vanilla cake and a generous amount of chocolate chips, and then top it off with one-of-a-kind chocolate chip cookie dough crumbs.
0: Is, there, this a, is, what we... is there a spread? It's almost like the cake we developed. That's what I was yeah. thinking too. Um, no, it, it doesn't like, look inspired? like there's any
1: kind of spread with this one. I think it's just the vanilla cake with the chocolate chips and then the cookie dough on top. Hmm,
0: very similar.
1: Yeah, that's- uh, Should've fucking
0: trademarked that shit.
1: That's it, yeah. Uh. <laughs> they should do a hard next life version. That's what they should do.
0: All right, Jay, give us the news. Sure. You got, you got 60 seconds or less.
1: Okay. Free agency signings. You know, I'm not going to go through any of those, but I did see today that uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is now apparently eyeing a comeback. If he could get the okay for doctors... He's 36 years old, went to the Nets and then was gone like a week or so later. The Los Angeles Police Department is investigating the use of possible excessive force in the arrest of uh, New Orleans Jackson Hayes, the eighth pick in the draft a couple of years ago. Did you see this? No. He was, he was apparently, he got arrested for, um, for fighting with the cops, but they tased him like multiple times on his heart. So it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. so the cops are looking into that. And then this I just thought was funny since we mentioned this, the uh, Kristen Johnson, who is the health commissioner of the city of Milwaukee, said that findings have revealed that more than 400 recent coronavirus cases in the state of Wisconsin could be linked back to the large gatherings near uh, the Milwaukee uh, arena during the finals. Yeah, so we saw all those people there, you know, everybody celebrating, and so yeah, they think that that was a super spreader. Uh, event Also, Mike D'Antoni left Brooklyn and uh, now he's going to the Pelicans to be like a special advisor or something like that. But that's it. I tried to find some drama. There was no drama with babies or women or Instagram models or anything that was worth anything. So that's the way the basketball bounces.
0: All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a Harding's Life at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Harding's Life, Barry at Barry Dworkin, Blandy at
2: Blandy Hooper. And you can call us. That's right. Call at 516-33-MESH1. You want any of our takes on anything, that phone line is always open for your question.
0: 516-336-3741. Someone, please, I'm begging you, give us a fucking decent review. Summer League. Summer League's coming. That's right. Yes. Who's excited to see Quentin Grimes? Deuce McBride. I want to
1: see Rokas Jacobitis. Obi
0: Toppin. Fuck the Jacobitis. Fuck him. He's
1: going to be there, isn't
0: he? Yes. Okay. Kevin Knox, the Summer League legend. Summer League legend. I think Obi Toppin is going to fucking... Go nuts. And I That's think right. Kevin Knox is going to go nuts, and then he's going to be in a trade for Miles Turner.
1: Kevin, Kevin Knox is going to shoot 78% from three at the Summer League.
0: First time I saw Kevin Knox in Summer League when he was a rookie, I literally thought we had our savior. I thought we drafted the next big superstar of the NBA he was playing so out of his mind.
2: He did make the game of basketball look easy.
0: How that could happen. Doesn't that make you... Doesn't that change your perception of Summer League a little bit? It
2: does. Because, like, he was, like, gracefully gracefully going through the lane and, like, you know, dunking it from, like, oh. eight feet out. And, you know, lighting it up from all areas of the floor. Just looked perfect. Perfect. Or it's Kevin Knox second.
0: So when Quentin Grimes does that, or shoots the lights out, or Deuce McBride... Where
2: Obi Toppin has a great summer league. We're going to have to hold ourselves back. Is that going to get you excited? Well, let me tell you. If it does, bring me back to earth. All right? It won't get me excited. We can't let that happen.
1: Which is probably
2: surprising to you. Well, it's not a, it's not a crumb cake. But it's a lot better than them fucking sucking during summer league. Absolutely. <laughs> right. I think they have like the second best odds to win the whole thing.
0: Why is, is that? that? People think that they're going to light soap? it up. Yeah. People think that they have this stacked Summer League team, and, and I look at it and I don't I don't view it that way. I just assume that other teams have to have some good young players. You would think so. <laughs> we that, we're gonna win Summer League because we have Quentin Grimes, Deuce McBride, <laughs> quickly Toppin and Knox? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, we don't have Cade Cunningham. Some pretty other good fucking players out there. A lot better than our young players. You're right. Is this a showcase for Kevin Knox? You- I think I think Kevin Knox views this as a showcase for Kevin Knox.
2: He must, right?
0: And I think the Knicks, I think, you know, like we have talked about Miles Turner. We were thinking about Sexton before. I think if the Knicks do want to make some trades, yeah, they should wait until after Summer League if they believe in some of these guys. They want to see OB show out, Knox, because their stock can only go up. All right, guys. Well, Summer League starts on the 8th, which is what, Sunday? Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for listening to the most uninformed Knicks podcast out there. All right. Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
2: on YouTube.